Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School, the podcast for beat makers, beginners, and bedroom producers. My name is Kia Orion. I'm your host. I've been mixing, mastering, producing, writing, everything like that, making music for 10 plus years. And in this podcast, Beat School, I answer your most persistent questions. So today's going to be a short episode to the point. I'm going to answer. It's a little bit more technical. And the question is, any tips for volume? The guy wrote, uh, every time I... I miss my mix and master a track. I have a hard time getting it to sound like what I hear on the radio. Any advice? Yes, I do. So when it comes to getting a loud track, this is kind of going to sound counterintuitive, but the key is really in your mix. Because when you have a dope mix, then you can throw on all the fancy stuff to kind of bring the volumes up. But if you have it, you, that's where you got to start first is go back. Oftentimes, if you can't get a track loud enough, the problem is going to be in your mix. So here's a tip. When you go into your mix and you have everything, when you bring your mix and it's totally done, you want the volume to be at about negative four, negative three, negative four, somewhere in there, because that'll give you the headroom to really kind of push it up afterwards. So when you're actually doing your mixing, mix all your shit actually a lot softer than you actually think it needs to be. So when you throw the master on, then you can bring it up, which we'll get to in a second. But here's the key with the mix. This is my some of my mixing advice 101. Focus on the most important elements first. I always start with my low end first because I like a heavy low end. First thing I always mix is my kick. First thing I start with because that's what I want to have the most volume in the track. So I work on my kick and my 808s and my bass. That's always where I start. Get those shits bumping. And then a lot of people put an emphasis on a snare. They like the snare to snap through. I like actually kind of... I don't like super snappy snares. I like them to be a little bit more subtle and just kind of like be almost part of the percussion. So I'll still do all my drums next. That's how I build it out. I start with my low end. Then I do my drums. Then I do any like percussion elements. And then I'll do my things like my melodies and uh, vocal chops, samples, all that sort of stuff. But I have pretty much my drums for me are the most important part. I get my drums knocking and then all the other stuff I'll bring in because the drums for me are the really the heart of the track. So that's what I recommend is bring get everything done, finished, and bring it up to negative four. And then when it's at negative four, this is when you can start to play around with certain things. So two tips. One, on your kick, add a glue compressor and some soft clipping. So that's what I do personally because that way it allows you to really get a more uh, with your if you compress the kick in a certain way, you can get it to sound louder without it actually taking decibels out of your mix, taking up more space in your mix, which is really nice. So that's a little thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Little pro tip. Now, when it comes to mastering, I personally use Pro Filter, excuse me, I don't know what that was. Fab Filter Pro L2. That's my limiter. And the way that I work on a track is when you really want to bump up a volume of a track, your limiter is going to be your best friend. The the key mastering, I know it's a whole art in itself, but when it comes to beats, if you just want dope loud beats, I spend very little time actually mastering my tracks. I spend when it comes to the the end making them loud, a lot of it I spend more on my mixing. But when it comes to mixing and mastering, it's not about having things super loud. It's about having each instrument in its place. So work on panning things a little bit or work on, you know, um, EQing things so that they actually stick out. It's more of an optical illusion, although it's not optical. Maybe it's an audio illusion where it's more about having things sit in their own frequency, their own pocket, so you can hear them more than it is just trying to make everything louder. That's what I, a lot of rookie mistakes that I see is it's not about making things loud. It's about carving out 
frequencies and carving out places for it so everything kind of sits together so you can hear it all. But when it comes to mastering, you got your, you say you have a good mix, you bring it up to negative four, you're ready to throw on your master. Uh, with the Pro L2, what I do is I'll throw the volume up on the master and then they have a little feature on there where you can see exactly where it's peaking and what is making it peak. So say oftentimes what'll happen is because I work on, uh, I mix a lot of times in headphones when I master, I don't realize it, but my snares end up being way too loud. Even though I told you like I lost, I like soft snares just because the headphones that I used up to produce a mix in often I, the snares don't come through as much. So I end up accidentally mixing my snares too loud. So here's a tip that I recommend is after you mix and you and, and you want to master something like that, listen to it on different devices. So that might be you export it, listen to it on your phone. Maybe you listen to it in the whip. Maybe you listen to it on some nice headphones and then maybe you listen to it. This is kind of the process that I use. I'll use my nice headphones to mix it initially. Then I'll use my Apple headphones because you imagine that's where a lot of people are going to listen to it. And then I'll unplug the headphones and just listen to it on my laptop speakers and then on the speakers from my phone. Because very rarely are the people actually going to be listening to your track in a dank studio. So it's like, yeah, that might sound popping when you, it's coming out of monitors. But like, how many people actually listen to it on monitors? So that's one thing that I recommend is listen to your mix in different headphones. And if you listen to Apple headphones, it's going to be a completely different experience than if you're listening in your dope headphones. So if you actually want a tip for making things dope and really a lot louder is focus less on loud and focus more on the placement of those instruments and sounds in your mix. Focus on your mixing, then you throw the mastering on a little bit, bump that bitch up, and it'll come together better. So I hope that helps. Go back, get that shit right. Shoot me a question, Kia Orion, K-I-A-O-R-I-O-N, KiaOrion.com. Looking forward to your questions next week. Thank you for tuning in as always. Peace.